Why were they all staring at him like that? Suddenly, Shilian heard a whisper from the side. So similar. It's not just similar, it's the exact same. Is it really him? Someone bluntly asked. You are that prince. Out of habit, Shilian started to say, I'm not. Yet before he could finish, he realized that the white silk that he had used to cover his face had been undone. In this moment, the thing that had him completely tied down was that exact white silk. His face was now fully exposed in front of the crowd before him. Shilian's heart felt as if it was dangled by a single thread, but he steeled himself and met those gazes. He didn't know if it was just his imagination, but he saw a tinge of suspicion stirring inside the looks that they gave him. But at least, perhaps due to the imminent danger at hand, those eyes didn't bear any hatred or anger as he had feared. However, in the next second, a wave of inhuman howls sounded from outside the temple. Shilin whipped his head around and discovered that the source of the howl came from the face disease infectees that he had previously knocked down. They had somehow regained their footing and their number had increased. Hand in hand, they circled outside of the Crown Prince Temple while chanting. One couldn't tell if they were performing a horrifying ritual or whether they were purely dancing as the crazed demons that they were. The crowd inside the temple huddled together in absolute terror. A young child broke out in tears and the parents took him into their arms while covering his eyes and ears. Every face in the room was stricken with horror. What do we do? What do we do? Would all these people be able to break in? Even if they don't charge in, since they're so close, would we also get infected? What will we do if we accidentally get infected? Shilin fought against his bindings, but he wasn't able to loosen them in the slightest. It seemed that this white silk had already been tampered with and had probably been injected with spiritual power. With veins visibly seen on his forehead from the continuous struggle, he roared, White, no face. No response came. Instead, an icy cold hand patted his head. Shillian froze, goosebumps rising. The scene that he saw as he turned his head made him paralyzed. No wonder the people below him were giving him strange stares. Not only was his face exposed, but White No Face was also seated right behind him in the darkness. In front of such an eccentric character, dressed in white robes, no one dared to let out a single breath, let alone move carelessly. As a result, White No Face barely regarded them as anything, and, under everyone's watchful eyes, he held Shelian up. Shilian came to a sitting position from where he lay. Sitting on top of the altar, it seemed as if he was a bound, living statue. Aside from moving his eyes and neck, he wasn't able to do anything else. Although the situation was beyond eerie, the howling faced disease infectees outside were more terrifying. The attention of the crowd below quickly returned to the disfigured creatures outside. Someone muttered. From what I heard, anyone living within the same district 
can infect each other. This disease spreads exceedingly fast. Being in this close proximity, it's inevitable. At the thought that they would soon fall victim to the horrifying plague, a sea of despair filled the temple. One person suggested, Why don't a few of us go out and knock down some of these disfigured creatures and create an opening for the rest of the folks to escape? However, aside from whether they would even be able to kill so many of those creatures, anyone that went forth would certainly be infected with the face disease. This was a primary example of sacrificing one's life to save others. With such an obvious fate, who would willingly volunteer? No one would. Shillian would, if he could. However, he was being restrained by Whitener Face at the moment. Although he could knock down seven or eight of them at a time, with seventeen or eighteen of them, it would be hard to stop them all. There was bound to be one that would break through and rush into the Crown Prince Temple. As for trying to kill Whitener Face, he would be a fool to consider that. However, they needed someone to calm everyone down. Shedding gathered his composure and spoke calmly. Everyone, please don't do anything rash. It won't spread that fast. We still have time to think of a solution. But just by saying it won't spread that fast, it wouldn't be enough to convince them fully. Surprisingly, the one who lifted the despair was none other than White No Faith. He stated icily, There is a way to get rid of and cure the face disease. As soon as the words left his mouth, the crowd of people snapped their heads up. It can be cured? How? Shilin felt his heart stop. White no face, leisurely mused. Why don't you ask his highness? His highness knows the method. All of a sudden, the hundred pairs of eyes zoomed in on Shillian. The sharpness of the gazes made him instinctively recoil, but he was blocked by White No Face, who shoved him forward instead. He could hear the hopeful voices of a few. Your Highness, do you really know? Before Shillian could answer, someone else shouted excitedly, I've heard from somebody that he does know. There were also some with suspicion. If he knew, then why did the capital stall? Unless he knew, but didn't tell anybody. Prince, please hurry up and tell us. Shillian denied immediately. I don't know. However, White No Face insisted. You lie. Fueled by anger, Shillian wanted to rebuke, but was afraid that it would instead drive White No Face to leak more information. Though deep down, he had a feeling that no matter if he denied it or not, White No Face would say it regardless. After struggling for a while, he admitted defeatedly, There's no way. It's useless. After a pause, the sea of people started to stir. What do you mean useless? How would we know it's useless if you don't even tell us? A drop of cold sweat slid down from his forehead. Shillian thought, I really can't say it. He mustn't. If the truth should ever come to light, then it should all be over and done for. Within the crowd, someone had finally become fed up and jumped to their feet. We're already on the doorstep of death. 
What is there to keep hidden? Unless you want all of us to wait here like sitting ducks until we die. In a gentle voice, White No Face offered. Then let me tell you. Be quiet, Shirinya. Naturally, his shout didn't carry a single ounce of threat, and White No Face ignored him and continued. Do you know what kind of people within the capital were least likely to be infected with the face disease? The crowd watched him attentively. Although afraid to get close, they couldn't help but ask, Were what kind? White No Face answered, Soldiers. It's over. White No Face continued on. Why is it that it's the soldiers? Because they all did this one thing. Yet this thing isn't done by normal citizens, and that's why the citizens got infected with the face disease. The crowd widened their eyes. Holding on to their breaths, they inquired. And that thing is? Shirin lunged in his direction, but at most, it was just an effort. Laughing, White No Face shoved him back. What is it, you asked? He hummed. Manslaughter. It's over, he actually said it. On top of the altar, Shillian's heart felt as cold as ice. After the initial shock, the people repeated in disbelief. Manslaughter? You have to kill to be immune? You have to kill in order to be cured? It must be a lie. Unfortunately, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a lie. This was the ultimate truth. Shilin had verified it himself. The hand stained with blood, the one that ended a life, was immune to the face disease. Nobody had expected this to be the answer to gaining immunity. Dumbstruck, they chatted amongst themselves. How can this be? I always thought it was odd since the beginning, but I really haven't heard of anyone in the army getting infected with the face disease. I'm afraid that it's the truth. It's the truth. But doesn't that mean, in order to prevent being infected, we have to go kill someone first? Who do we kill? The person who posed the question immediately got lectured. What do you mean, who do we kill? Don't tell me you actually want to kill. The man didn't dare to say anything more. However, these hundred pairs of eyes that were previously filled with simple terror and nothing else now contained many other emotions, some with curiosity, some with suspicion. This was the situation that Shinian had feared. Once the cure for the face disease had been exposed, one thing would inevitably happen, the killing of one another. This was the sole reason that Shinian had kept the secret to himself after finding out the way to gain immunity. As long as you killed, then you'd be safe from the disease. Perhaps the majority of people would be able to control themselves. But there was bound to be someone who would be desperate enough to take the risk. Once the first blood had been spilled to prevent the disease, it would soon be followed by a second, then a third. As more and more were following suit, the world would be thrown into chaos. If that was the result, it would be for the better to guard it firmly and not let anyone know. Shillian smiled wryly. Now you understand why I said this method is useless.
The crowd was silent. Shillian sighed and gathered his fur. With a gentle tone, he soothed. No matter what, please stay calm and don't act rashly, or else you'll play right into this creature's hands. Amongst the crowd, there was a couple that looked to be of noble status. With the child wrapped within her arms, the woman wailed. How did it turn out like this? Why did it come to this point? Why does it have to be us of all people? We never did anything wrong. A nearby person snapped back. Cry, cry, cry. What are you crying for? All you know is cry and cry. No one here did anything wrong. You think you're the only unlucky one? The wife retorted angrily. What? You're not even going to let people cry? What's the use of crying to the point that it turns into a nuisance? You might as well shut your mouth. It was unbelievable that a fight could break out for such petty reasons. With everyone on the edge of an emotional breakdown, a small touch would set fire immediately. Shillian was quick to pacify. Stop arguing, stay calm. Only a calm mind will bring the solution. However, the more he tried to calm the crowd, the more agitated they became. Stay calm? How can we be calm in this sort of situation? If you're so calm, why don't you think of something? Let's see what you've got. Shillian was silenced by the question. What kind of solution was there? None. He dug through his mind desperately for an answer, even to the point where he felt as though his mind was on the verge of exploding. But he wasn't able to think of any way to resolve the situation in front of him. Suddenly, he felt a pinch on the side of his cheek. A hand cupped his face and twisted it to face the audience below the altar. Shane widened his eyes in confusion. An icy cold voice sounded behind him. Who to kill? Upon seeing this face, do you still not know who to kill? With such a question being asked, not only did the movement stop from below the altar, but even the ring of ghost fires that hung from above had halted. White no face reminded them softly. Did you forget? He's a god, which means... Before he could hear the rest, Shilin felt a wave of coldness wash over his chest. Stunned, he gazed down and saw the tip of a pitch-black sword pushing out from his abdomen. The blade was long and slender, its body coloured as deep as black jade. The ridge reflected the light in the form of a crisp silver line. The cold steel was every bit as dangerous and icy as the coldest winter night. It was without a doubt a rare and treasured sword. The exact kind that Shirlin would rack his brains on obtaining and never let leave his grasp. Unable to move his gaze from it, the tip of the sword started to slowly inch back until it disappeared from his abdomen once again. His body is immortal, White No Face finished. Before anyone had the chance to react, White No Face tossed the blade toward them. There was a clang. The point pierced the ground and stood tilted before the numerous pairs of eyes, its thick frigid aura slowly seeping out. A rush of blood rushed up his throat, and the ball of ghost fire flew to him 
as though trying to cover his wound. Shilin choked on the blood and grimaced. You, you. There were lights dancing in front of his vision, and as if suddenly enraged, the ghost fire shot straight at white no face. However, the ghost caught it effortlessly and held it captive within his palm. Take a good look, he said. In the next second, with his other hand, he yanked Shelian's face to face him. What about me? Aren't you the one who proclaimed that you wanted to save the common people? Shelian reasoned. But, but I, I. But he never thought that under this type of situation, he would use this sort of method to save people. Below the altar, there were already people who were scared to tears by the bloody scene. But there were also others who daringly watched on. He would really not die? It's true, take a look. There's barely any blood. He's still alive. Still alive and breathing, just as before. Shelin was racked by another intense, painstaking cough. Someone clarified. So in other words, even if we kill him, he wouldn't die? That's great. The one who cheered got scolded. Great? What's so great about this? The scolded person said quietly, Since he wouldn't be able to die, then don't we now have a solution? But to stab someone, that's too... But he's a god. Even if he's stabbed, he still wouldn't die. We're just common folks here. If we were to get infected with the face disease, then our fates are sealed. Watching the struggle unfold, White No Face mocked. The common people are here, waiting for you to save them. Please, go ahead. Flames of anger lit up in Shillian's eyes. The only way to save the common people is to eradicate a twisted monster like you. White No Face sneered. What's the matter? Your Highness, didn't you confidently say that you won't be able to die? You couldn't possibly be scared now. Since you won't be able to die, then sacrifice yourself and relieve the suffering of others. Isn't that a delightful thing? Shillian spat. Was this your plan all along? You think that everyone in this world is as sadistic as you? True to his words, the expressions of the people below weren't the ecstatic ones that people wore at the thought of being rescued. Instead, it was hesitation. There were conflicting thoughts, and none of them were able to land on the same opinion. Yet at the same time, no one dared to pull out the black blade. As if reading his mind, White No Face laughed out loud. He shook his head disapprovingly and sighed. Stupid child. Foolish child. Shillian turned his head away and refused to let the other pat him. He barked. Get lost. White No Face pity. You think they don't want to do it? Wrong. It's not that they don't want to. It's solely because no one wants to be the first. That's all. There was a painful cry that erupted from under the altar. The noble-looking wife from before cried, My child! My child! The child in her arms wailed uncontrollably as bumpy dark spots started rising from his chubby arm. The people around them immediately backed away, leaving an empty gap in between. 
This is bad. The kid is infected. There was an emptiness in the couple's eyes. The two exchanged a look and jumped to their feet. They walked to the front of the altar, pulled out the black sword from the ground, and held it within the child's hands. Grimacing, they lunged at Shelia.